episode of the Silverado Minute podcast. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan-directed Western Silverado, one minute of screen time per episode. Today's episode is Minute 73. I'm Rob from the Movie Rob Minute, formerly known as The Great Escape Minute. And I'm Todd from the Forgotten Filmcast. And as I said, we're here at Minute 73. So Minute 73 begins with Hobart screaming at the rustlers and ends with Phoebe trying to calm Tyree down. So as we were talking in the last two days, we've had this, this fun celebration or a celebration that started off fun. And then McKendrick's men showed up, started to rustle things up and cause a, a few more problems than people would actually want to have here. And then things get a little bloody. First they kill a pig, then they kill the farmer, and then Jake and Emmett, who apparently are the only two people who know how to shoot besides the dead farmer, yeah. then kill a few of McKendrick's men. The dead farmer only knows how to shoot torches that are flying through the air. That's it. Yes. Yes. As we said, he's he's a favorite on Duck Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Who knows? So basically, at this point, we have Hobart now. It was probably mentioned weeks ago when they showed Hobart that he, Hobart is played by Brian James in an uncredited role. I love Brian yes. James. What do you remember Brian James from? He died in 1999. I know. He died at the, the young age of 54. Gone far too early. I mean, he he's one of those guys yes. that just too soon. shows up in everything. And you see him and you go, oh, it's that guy. I love that guy. You know, I mean, he's in... Blade Runner, he's in 48 Hours, he's in uh, uh, Tango and Cash, you know. Striking uh, uh, Distance, The Fifth Element. I mean, he has, in according to IMDb, he has 91 credits. And think about it, he died when he was 54. So it's unbelievable how many small roles he had. He, he was one of those guys who, like, you know, there's certain actors you go, oh, they have a great face. And he has a great face. And then there's other actors you go... Oh, he's got a great voice, and he's got a great voice too. He's just—he was, you know, just a great character actor for these these fun parts. There's there's one movie I've never seen this, and I I've been so intrigued to see it that he's like the lead in that is uh, from '89. That's called the Horror Show, and part of the reason I've never seen it, I'm intrigued by it because. In some places, it's known as House 3. Uh, you remember House that had William mm, Cat, And then uh, there was House 2, which is just goofy fun. Uh, and then there was the horror show. Wait, which... who was in House 2? House 2 was... Ari Gross. Oh, Ari, Ari, Ari Gross. Yeah. yeah there you go. Uh, but then this this movie from 89, The Horror Show, it was released in the U.S. at least as The Horror Show. But in other places, it's it's House 3. And then there's also House 4 that came out, which I think William Cat was back in. So it's like, I remember going to Blockbuster Video and being like, here's House, and here's House 2, and here's House 4, where's House 3? And it wasn't until years later that I realized this movie <laughs> called The Horror Show is House 3 in some places. But I have still never seen it. But I guess Brian James Where is, is the House lead 3? character. So. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I'll ever watch that because I wasn't the biggest fan of, of either of the first two houses. Oh, so, um, Rob. 
I like House and House 2. I'm not a horror fan. I'm not a horror <laughs> fan. Even though House 2 was, House was more a of a, a comedy. Yeah. It's a comedy. I remember seeing, I actually remember seeing House 2 in the theater in, I think it was like 86 or something like that when it came out, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Something like that. So Hobart basically screams at the the rustlers and says, God damn it, we won't quit you bastards. Which Watch the language there, maybe Rob. I'm, remember, we're supposed, supposed to do the language. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. It could it could have been worse. <laughs> See, every episode I'm going to be apologizing to Jim. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> Though I wondered if I wondered if the B word there counted as cussing or not. You know, when I hear him say that line and that, it makes me think of what they say after Kenny gets killed on episodes of South Park. You know, you killed right. Kenny. You <laughs> B words. Yeah. What? A- Good point. And he, he he starts shouting at them and things like that. So again, this is this is. I think the last time that we actually see him in the movie, if I remember correctly. And these are his parting words. To everybody. <laughs> seems, seems like appropriate parting words for Brian James. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then the, that basically ends the, the scene of this, this fun get together or this, this fun get together that started off as a fun get together until they turned into the a bloodbath. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you killed Kenny. There you go. That, <laughs> you that killed fits the in pig. <laughs> And then we move on to the next scene where we we're now inside the saloon and we see Stella and Peyton sitting uh, somewhere in, in a back room or whatever it is. And you see her filling up bottles with whiskey. Well, and yeah. what's really Not interesting is if whiskey. you, <laughs> well, I... <laughs> no, she's filling up the bottles with whiskey, but the bottles are already filled with water. Now, if you yeah. look behind them, you can see a whole bunch of bottles that are already two thirds filled with some sort of clear liquid, which I'm assuming is water. Right. So basically, they're they're watering things down, you know, uh, two thirds to one third, which I don't know if that's the standard in in most saloons. Yeah. Any clue? I'm not a drinker, so I couldn't I, tell you. You know, I'm not either. I, I this when I, so I watched the scene, I thought, you know, I was trying to remember previous conversations we had, and I thought, I'm pretty sure Rob is not a drinker either, and I know that I'm not. You know, so I, this is this is maybe a bad moment for the two of us uh, because I really don't know much about, uh, you know, alcoholic beverages. Except I did I did work in a drugstore where had a large liquor department uh, in my later teenage years and and early twenties. So that's about the extent of my experience when it comes to, uh, to alcoholic beverages. <laughs> so. Right. I mean, I think, I think for us, it's sort of lost on us, this, this whole scene, because for, since we're not drinkers, you know, for us to drink something that's, that's, to, that's watered down this way, wouldn't be as bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I basically, you know, I mean, I, I'm not trying to make any commentary on folks that, that drink or whatever. I mean, you do it responsibly. Cool. You know, whatever. But uh, I remember I had an incident in my life, uh, in my college years, that will sw- would swear anybody off, uh, you know, doing that stuff. Um, you know, I, I woke up in the middle of the night one night, went down to the washroom. This is when I was living in a dormitory and found a guy lying there on the bathroom floor on his back, white as a ghost in a puddle of his own yuck uh and and you know because he was drunk out of his mind and i mean literally he looked dead i thought i had just walked in on a corpse and uh and you know i i had to go get some folks you know it was the type of thing where like trying to make sure is he alive if we leave him like this is he gonna you know is he gonna choke on on himself and and you know it, it was a scary moment and you know that's a moment like that made me say, I am never going to be that guy, you know? So, 
Wow. Okay. Well, I see. I have I have a story about the the one time that I got drunk when I was when I was 23. I was with with a group of friends and and they were all drinking and you know peer pressure. I decided I was going to drink also because my girlfriend at the time was also drinking. So I was like, oh, what's the big deal? I think it was I think they were drinking Cointreau or something like that, if if that's what what it's even called. And I remember drinking. We were drinking for a few hours together and stuff like that. And then I went back to my apartment. And for some reason, I needed to get into the bathroom. Well, obviously, not for some reason. <laughs> I needed to get into the bathroom. And for some reason, the door wouldn't open. It got jammed. So I said, oh, well, I've seen a lot of movies. All you have to do is just kick in the door. And <laughs> then it'll work. And I still remember, I mean, if this was in 97, I think it was. So we're talking 24 years ago, 25 years ago at this point. And I still remember thinking completely clearly saying, oh, that'll work. You know? <laughs> and I tried kicking and I, I still recall to this day that I felt that I was kicking in slow motion and the door didn't open the first time I kicked it. So I kept kicking it over and over and I ended up breaking the door. <laughs> okay. I, I cracked the, the place with the lock by, by, by trying to do it. And obviously I was, I was renting at the time. Mm. So you know, I was, I got into the bathroom without a problem at that point. You lost your security deposit right there. <laughs> but I still remember that. I still remember that that before I moved out of that apartment, uh, seven or eight months later, whatever it was, I needed to to hire a someone who does woodwork to come and and rebuild that part mm. of the door that I broke. Mm. So for that reason, I've never. I, yeah. I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first and last time getting drunk. So yeah, now everyone knows uh, that. that that story if they haven't heard it from before because i think i mentioned it sometime on some other podcast but mm -hmm. it doesn't matter so we see stella filling up the booze the, the bottle with booze or however much it really is even though it's watered down and Peyton says to her is that a fair mix so you see it's exactly what we were just talking about is two-thirds to one-third mm -hmm. a fair mix uh, apparently everyone thinks so and her response is great she says i'm saving lives here straight stuff would raise a blister on boot leather <laughs> She she was the uh, the old west version of uh, mothers against drunk drivers. There, I guess I don't know. Yeah, but here she's doing it for yes, financial well, gain. She's true. not necessarily doing it just, <laughs> you know. She's she might say that she's doing it to save lives, but she's also, you know, they 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 can stretch out the the whiskey mm -hmm. a little more. I love what she says next. Though. You know, if that's the case, that means each bottle of whiskey, each bottle of whiskey then uh, is three bottles. So that, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, they're tripling their amount of, of, of whiskey that they're able to. So, so then she gives it, gives the bottle over to Peyton and he, he shakes it to mix it up, which I thought was really funny. Also, you know, he's like making a concoction there by, you know, like when, when you, when you, when you buy like a freshly squeezed orange <laughs> juice thing and you, yeah. you need to shake it because of everything right. that's settled in. So that he starts shaking it and then he, he looks at it, you know, then he takes it and just puts it on the shelf with some other, other bottles of whiskey. And then he looks over and he says, I meant it seemed like a lot of whiskey. So he actually thinks that she's putting mm -hmm. too much water in these bottles. Too much whiskey. Or too much, not, sorry, yeah. not enough water, too much whiskey in these bottles. Yeah. And then he, he leans over and pulls out another bottle of booze from the side and says to her, what's this? And then her response is, that's the good stuff. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's the stuff that we're not going to water down. <laughs> well, but didn't she say something earlier too about, um, you know, 
because she says she's trying to save lives. But then she says something about the straight stuff will raise a blood blister on boot leather. And I was like, what? What no, a gross what I image. I said that. I didn't hear you say I said that. that. No, didn't I, I say that earlier? So. I said I'm saving lives here. The straight stuff would raise a blister yeah. on boot leather. Maybe I maybe I misquoted blood it blister. earlier. But yeah. I did say that blister on boot leather. So, and what, what's, what's really interesting is if you look behind her, you see also a kettle. So they must be boiling the water also in order to, to pour that water into the into the bottles. Because I, I, I assume that back in the West, you know, if you wanted sanitary. to have, you know, water. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not just being sanitary. I think it has to do with the fact that, that you know, you might get stomach aches from, from water that's yeah. not boiled. Because who yeah, knows that's what's what in I mean. It's like, it's like when communities yeah. say, like, you know, you've got a, a boil order or whatever they call it, to, you know, if something's going wrong with the water. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she basically tells him, all right, this is the good stuff. And he says, oh, well, how good is it? <laughs> got to find out for yourself, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I can't, I can't right. relate. <laughs> exactly. I definitely can't. And then she motions him to the side. And, and then Payton takes two shot glasses. And I love the way that he, he picks them up with, with one hand, the way that he arranges them in his hand. Mm-hmm. It's just done, done really uh, smoothly. And he does it really well. And then he, Shows he opens up his bottle. He's an experienced drinker right there. Apparently. And therefore, he, he opens the bottle and starts pouring into those shot glasses whatever this this good stuff is. They, okay. they never specifically say, I, I can't even use my imagination to try and figure it out since I'm maybe it's Cointreau. Uh, <laughs> people are probably what? laughing at me and saying, saying Cointreau is probably not very high in alcoholic content or something like that. Now, given the fact that, that neither one of us are drinkers. Okay. So what would be the, the quote unquote good stuff for you? Like if someone was to give you like one of your favorite drinks, you know, what would, what would Rob's good stuff be? You mean liquor even no, not liquor. I'm talking. I'm talking about like you know, is is like chocolate milk your your good stuff, or is uh, uh, no, uh, no, I'm uh, lactose intolerant, so that's oh, not going to okay. help. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 good the first time I drink it, but it won't be good a few hours later. But <laughs> I, I I love Coca Cola. There you go. <laughs> uh, see, that I, for me, that that to see, me I, is the good stuff. Or ginger, I like ginger ale also. Uh, see, my my default is often just you know whatever cola, Coke or Pepsi. But if I were to say what's the good stuff for me, um, uh, there's a there's a we've got a shop not far from where I live here that specializes in like unique soda brands and things like that. And uh, there's this comp- there's this soda company called Frosty, and they have this Concord grape soda, which is just to die for. So that would that would be the oh, wow. good stuff. For me, is is this Concord grape soda? Okay, great. So, if anyone wants to send Todd a, a present, absolutely, there you go. send him the the Frosty's Concord grape soda. <laughs> you know, just hopefully, hopefully the 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 sleds can get it up uh, to the top of Denver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he pours it. They, they pour the shot glasses, and then they and then he says, her, "Here's to the good stuff." And her response is. May it last a long time, <laughs> which is a great response for, for trying to keep that. And they, they uh, clink their glasses together, their little shot glasses, and they're getting ready to, to quickly take their shot. And they're interrupted yes. by, I think he's the, supposed to be the dealer, you know, the, 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 the poker mm-hmm. dealer. I'm not really sure. Maybe he's one of the bartenders. Maybe he's the poker dealer, something like that. He interrupts them and says, you better get out here now. 
what's great is, is you see that that Peyton stops drinking, but Stella starts to oh, drink. Oh, I anyway. didn't notice that. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I, I've had enough of this, and she keeps she she doesn't drink the whole thing, but you see her still take a sip out of the whole thing. That's Linda Hunt for you. She's tough. That's right. They put their glasses down and go out to see what the ruckus is on the outside. And then we, we get to hear a character who only tomorrow we'll find out her name. So we'll, we'll leave it till tomorrow to find okay. out her name. But you see a, a woman who basically says, nothing happened, Tyree. This is my job. Now, you know what? We'll discuss more tomorrow about what her job might be because it, it's a little interesting. And we'll also discuss who that who that actress is. It goes back to what we like talking about, yes. all the 80s stuff. Yes. Yeah, I remember her definitely. <laughs> yeah. Now, for me, I mean, this might have been discussed earlier, but have you heard the name Tyree before? I, I'm sure I have heard it, but I don't know that I've heard it in the context of like a cowboy movie. It didn't sound like a western-sounding name. No, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be in a. Doesn't have to oh. be in a. In a, a oh, I know, I know. Movie. But so I, I suppose you're going to tell me a movie that has a Tyree that I've forgotten about here. Isn't isn't that from Star Wars where he says it lost Tyree lost plus? He says what now? I think I think one of the names of he said where when after the Y wings are are making their run at the at the Death Star, so he goes lost Tyree lost touch. Oh, you might Doesn't have. He say that? Let me look. That's what I think he said. I'm pretty You're, sure that, that that's the. You are correct, sir. Yes, Wikipedia. Now it's spelled T I R E E Tyree, whereas I think in uh silverado it's ty uh but um oh yep i recognize him here tyree was a young human male starfighter pilot in the rebel alliance during the galactic civil war he flew gold scott squadron as gold two so yeah he was a y-wing fighter he was shot down by darth vader in the battle of yavin yep you are correct there you go and and he was actually mentioned in Indiana Jones also. You get him in the in, in the Indiana Jones wiki also. There was a professor named Professor Tyree. Okay, now here's this is blowing my mind a little bit. Okay, because Tyree in Star Wars is from what we call a New Hope. Now some people call it a yeah, New Hope Star Wars, which yeah. did not have Lawrence yeah. Kasdan's involvement, but he was involved in Empire and Jedi. But then. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Didn't Kasdan write Raiders of, Raiders of the Lost Ark? I believe so. So, and now he uses the name again here. So Kasdan's got something about the name Tyree, it sounds like. Interesting. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea what that something is, but but as soon as I saw today that that was one of the names of the characters, I was like, oh, this is definitely, it sounds like a Star Wars reference. And then I looked it up and I saw that there was also a, an Indiana Jones reference. Oh, so I was like, wow. I'm ashamed I didn't remember that one because Star Wars is definitely my thing. But Well, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're here for, to put me to shame. No, not at all, Todd. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so do you have anything else for this minute? Uh, I, I will just say, I mean, we could... You know, the the rest of our, our moments here are in the same set, but I love this set. I will just say that the that the uh, the saloon set is just wonderful. I mean, it, it's 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 got everything that you want in this kind of a, a Western setting. And um, 
you know, again, I've mentioned before, I live in Colorado. So we have various places where they've kind of preserved this kind of look and things. And I always love walking into those places and seeing just the Western, uh, you know, saloon type of feel. And this, this set that they have for this moment here just perfectly captures it. Wonderful. We will have lots to talk about over the next two days about that too. So you can find the Silverado podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or any other podcaster that you might be looking for podcasts on. You can also go to the main website, silveradominute.com. For social media, you can find the, this podcast at their Facebook page, the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listener's Saloon. And on Twitter, it's Silverado MXM. Once again, I'm Rob from the Movie Rob Minute. And I'm Todd from the Forgotten Filmcast. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Movies by Minutes, project number five. It's Silverado this time, that's no chime. By the Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Best saddle up now, kids, cause here we